0: welcome to HB RV lifestyle the podcast or better known the honey badger show this is my first real episode for november 2023 happy veterans day to all you that have served the military thank you for your service thank you to those that are currently serving a lot to get to today A lot to get to that has happened since my last episode in October. And I apologize about the sporadicness of the release of these episodes. And and a lot of it has to do with my busyness. Um, For one, I'm running two dealerships. Now, I'm to the point where... The one in San Diego slash the one in El Cajon pretty much kind of runs itself, but I still go down two days a week, except for this next weekend. This next weekend, I'm going to go visit my kids and my family, kind of have an early Thanksgiving. But one of the biggest problems that I'm seeing right now is the media. The biggest problem with the RV business is the media. Number one problem. Um, There's a lot of fighting and jaunting for power and position across all platforms, across all businesses, across all politics. And, And it's not really fun for anyone right now because all there is is a bunch of negativity everywhere right now and the only positive thing that we have going is that the economy might be at an all-time record slowdown for the 2000s if you go back i'm not talking about the 70s and i'm not talking about the great depression i'm talking about how the slowdown occurred So a lot of folks assume that the slowdown has just begun. No, we've been going through this economic problem for about, oh, let's call it two full years now, since around November 2021. Everybody enjoyed the small boom we had during covid Everybody was buying everything. You were redoing kitchens. You were redoing bathrooms. You were buying RVs, buying boats, buying new trucks. It was a good time. Everybody was making money. And everybody, the economy itself was flowing in a really good direction. Now, a lot of folks will argue with me that's because, well, there was a bunch of money in the market, a bunch of free money in the market. And we took advantage of it. The truth is. That even though that is a cause of inflation, and it probably more than likely is the primary cause of inflation, the real truth is, is we caused this problem. We can point the fingers at causes. Joe Biden being at the top of the list. Donald Trump being right below him, Sean Hannity, Don Lemon, Tucker Carlson, anybody affiliated with the mainstream media that profits from the mainstream media is to blame partially for this. They are part of the cause, okay? Give you a great example. Energy. Energy is what is driving inflation right now more than what all the free money out there. All the free money is pretty much gone, tapped out, guys. There's probably some lingering billions here and there that some government official's gonna snatch up for himself, whatever. That has nothing to do with you or I, and I'll tell you why later. But the main drive behind this is energy. We are allowing our governments of the world to control energy. They're the ones telling what we can and cannot do, and we are allowing it as people of the world. And the funny part is I don't profit off of this podcast, so I have nothing to gain saying this stuff. But all these red pill idiots on podcasts want to tell you and point the finger directly at Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a part of the problem, guys. I'm not saying he's not. He is a big part of the problem. But the biggest problem, all we have to do is go look in the mirror. Seriously. There are certain things in life that we should do. We should have a boat when we have the ability to. We should own a travel trailer or a toy hauler or a motor home that is affordable within our means. Because between a boat and some sort of RV, whether it's a toy hauler or fifth wheel, etc., those are memory builders and stress relievers. That's what I usually call them. I set them in a category of not a need and not a luxury, but more of a want that increases your life's happiness. Now, it's not for everybody. For some folks, it's a trip to Hawaii. For some people, it's fixing an old car, maybe restoring an old car. Maybe it's uh shopping maybe you enjoy volunteer work. I'm using RVs as an example because it's the business I'm in, right So when you are not when when we're talking about where life goes, where life should go, getting something that is useful to our everyday life or makes our everyday life better, and it's within our financial means, my God, do it, right? However, here's the however, guys. Things like purses, handbags, wallets, shoes, and I'm not just referring to women, guys. Gentlemen, I'm also talking about our shoes. I watched personally at the beginning of 2021 people walking in, with rent money and buying thousand dollar air jordans we did this because of our drive for material things that we're going to use a handful of times and then we're just going to dump it it's going to sit in our closet going to sit in a drawer that's what drives prices up is the demand for stuff that doesn't matter because then it costs much more money watch this it costs a heck of a lot more money for everything else and this is how it's driven guys So let's use a Gucci pair of male shoes. Men's shoes, Gucci's. Everybody and their mama wants this because it's trending on TikTok or trending on Instagram. Let's say they only have the ability to produce 2,000 of those pairs of shoes. But there's a demand for 1.4 million of them. Becomes a bidding war. So Gucci, in their infinite wisdom, and I'm just using this as an example. I'm not saying this is true. This is just an example. Gucci decides to expand their operation to try to meet at least part of that demand. Now that they're going through expansion, now the shipping and freight companies are like, well, crap. If there's such a demand, we'll drive our prices up to ship the stuff to the stores. So not only did it cost more money, not only can they drive the retail markup price up because of the demand and the low supply, but now the freight company delivering it to the store now sees that advantage and jacks their price up. It happened all over the place, guys. In 2021 in my business, in the travel trailer RV industry business, we used to, in 2016, 2017, up to about 2020, beginning of 2020, if I wanted to ship a travel trailer from Elkhart, Indiana, to Ventura, California, it would run me about $3,000. Now, back then, that was a lot of money. By the middle of 2021, that price jumped to $7,500. The price to ship a container of regular goods and services because of the high demand shipping companies in their infinite wisdom drove the prices so high that we are now in a situation worldwide where we're gonna have an economic correction that is gonna bankrupt companies. So let me explain how that works, because a lot of people wanna listen to these so-called experts that are getting sponsored by Unchained. When a transportation company starts charging more money. Their employees and drivers demand to be paid more money. Let's look at the UPS deal. UPS shipping costs 33.4% more today than it did before the strike. We watched the price climb up. By the way, Not only did the price go up, but now their supply of shipments has gone down by 24.7% since the strike. Cause and effect, guys. We need to look ourselves in the mirror and realize there is a balance. probably the best example in the entire wide world of this is housing. We drove the price of housing up. Nobody else. If everyone stayed in their homes, stayed in their apartments, didn't sell their homes, didn't buy any homes, and just stood pat, Housing would still be affordable today. But no, we had to run out of New York to Florida. We had to escape California and drive the prices of a, of a Idaho city and a Las Vegas and a Phoenix, Arizona to unaffordable measures because of supply and demand. Now in order for you to find affordable housing, you almost have to move to a a town full of nobody that has no jobs. Places in Alaska, Oklahoma, outskirts of Oklahoma, outskirts of Montana. Places where you have to drive an hour and a half to find a decent job. We did this. The people. Not the government, because we could have controlled ourselves. We could have said no to the free money. We could have said no to all the bull crap that we did. We could have stopped spending money, stopped watching trending crap on YouTube and TikTok. We could have stopped spending money on ridiculous things that we're never going to use. And we could have stopped ourselves from outbidding each other on homes. At some point, the rooster has to come home. At some point, we are gonna have to pay the piper and we have two choices. We can either pay the piper and just swallow our pride all through Christmas, all through the first quarter of next year and don't spend any money. Just don't spend it on anything. Basic food. Don't go buy cookies and Oreos and Chips Ahoy. Buy vegetables. Milk. Bread. Meats. Go buy the store brand of everything. You want to make it happen, guys. You can't make the economy get better without nuking it first right now. We have to nuke the economy. Jerome Powell has tried to nuke the economy by raising interest rates to stop us from spending money. And I'm not talking, and guys, I'm not referring to RVs or boats because that's a different scenario. That economy already crashed. If you go bought a travel trailer or fifth wheel or motorhome right now, you're going to get better deal on that or a boat now than you would have two years ago. It already crashed. Last year was a bloodbath beyond bloodbaths. It was horrible. I went to shows, RV shows, as a coachman rep. I finally got my dream job. I finally get my dream job and I get it as the bloodbath began. And it was nasty folks. The RV crash last year in 2022 was so bad that probably we lost 18% of our dealer locations nationwide in the United States and probably 10 to 12% in Canada. That's humongous. That's the biggest numbers since the Great Recession in 08. So tell me something. Why can't we do that to houses? Why can't we do that to clothing, gasoline? Why are we gonna go travel during the holidays when gas prices in California are north of $6 a gallon when in Nevada where i live they're north of 450 a gallon and when the nationwide average is over 425 a gallon because we're not paying attention we don't remember how gas prices plummeted during covid when COVID first happened, gas prices, I remember going in, I was in California in 2020, driving Uber Eats and DoorDash. Gas prices in May of 2020 in California was a buck eighty-nine a gallon. Before COVID, it was right around $325, $330 a gallon, and it plummeted almost in half because we stopped driving. They had too much supply, they had to drop their price. Guys, please stop using gasoline for stupid reasons. A camping trip an hour or two away from your house is not a stupid reason. But driving to the nightclub, driving to, you gotta crash it, guys. You want the economy to get better, you gotta throw a nuclear bomb on it. I will guarantee you that if you want the world to change tomorrow, Everybody just stay home for the next 45 days. Don't go to work. Don't get in a car and drive. Start growing your own food in your backyard. Go buy canned goods. If everybody went and bought every canned good up at every single store and stocked up 45 days worth of food and water, didn't go to a McDonald's, didn't go to KFC, I'm going to tell you, this world would change in a heartbeat. Because if there's no movement, then they have to create incentive for you to come back. Paying someone to flip a burger $20 an hour is horse manure. It's bullcrap but we wouldn't have had to get there if housing was more affordable. By the way, at $20 an hour, they still can't afford their rent. That's how terrible it is in California. That's how horrible it is in California. I mean, come on, man. Wake up, world. Wake up, slap yourself in the face, go to the mirror, turn off your cable television, Stop listening to Hannity. Stop listening to Lin- Linda freaking Ingram or whatever the hell her name is. Jesse Waters, uh, Anderson Cooper, uh, Pierce, whatever his bloody name is. Turn off Fallon. Turn them all off. Turn off every streamer. If you guys want the world to change, stop watching TV. Stop watching the streamers. Cancel them. If everybody today, everybody in the world, canceled Disney Plus and didn't give Disney another dime at the movie theater or didn't give Disney another dime on Disney Plus, trust me when I say, shit will change. Period and report. It will change. But when the whole world is still spending hundreds of millions of dollars a month on Disney vacations, Disney this, Disney that, Star Wars this, Star Wars that, Marvel that, Marvel this. They just think they can keep doing the same thing over and over again. You guys want gas prices to come down? Fine stop buying electric vehicles, stop driving a gas guzzling SUV, and for 45 days, figure out something close to home to do. If you gotta get out of the house, go find a campsite somewhere with a tent or a travel trailer or a motor home that's only 40 or 50 miles away from your house. Go for two days. Buy your own food. Don't get out of the freaking car and walk into McDonald's and spend $60 for a family of four on crappy food that's no good for you. That's reality. That's how we get there. This is how you're gonna change the world. You're gonna change the world by stop participating in it. I'm telling you. The more horse manure and baloney you listen to, the more it gets in your head, and they control you. They control you, guys. The best dictators and governments in the world that know how to control their people do it through their media. I wanted to do this episode on the 5th of November, but I didn't have a chance because one of my favorite movies about this subject is V for Vendetta. I read the graphic novel. I've watched the movie. I like the movie a lot better than I like the graphic novel, mostly because the theme is twisted and more appropriate for modern audiences. But let's look at the movie V for Vendetta and look at some of the predictions. A disease that's only curable by a vaccine made by a company that's owned by politicians. A.K. Pfizer, A.K. Johnson & Johnson. The majority of your House and Senate men and members are Democrat and Republicans, are big majority stakeholders in Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson. And it just so happens they had this miracle vaccine cure for everybody for COVID-19. They confined us to our homes and had a quote-unquote Quarantine, that's in V for Vendetta. So many close relations on why V for Vendetta was so close to what we went through during COVID. And my favorite line in that movie is when he's sitting there and he's having a little chat on the video, playing his little video while he's in the TV station and he comes out and he says, you know, the only people we can blame is go look in a mirror. We are the ones to blame. Don't blame. you, You cannot put all the blame on politicians. I can blame Trump. I can blame Biden I can throw monkey crap all over every single politician, every CEO, every single person that owns a business, but at the end of the day, we make our own decisions. We can either follow the crowd, or we can go against the grain. And going against the grain means stop watching Fresh and Fit podcast, stop watching whatever podcast, stop watching all these red pill People that think they're conservative. Stop watching the far-left liberal knuckleheads of the world. Stop listening to them. They're more full of crap than the red pill people. Listen to people with common sense in your own neighborhood. Figure out what your local economy how you could make it better. How can you make housing more affordable in your neighborhood? I know. I know. Stop spending money on shoes. Clothes. If you're gonna buy clothes, go get them secondhand. If you're gonna buy shoes, buy them second hand or buy them from a clearance rack. Who cares if they're stylish? Let's get back to making style not a part of everyday life. Let's get back to what it was in the 90s and 80s, like. You had yourself one good pair of shoes. I remember, guys, I was taught, have one really nice pair of shoes for Sunday church, and everything else you have is functional for work. That's it. You don't need a big fancy sports car to go to work. You don't need some freaking trophy in your driveway And by the way if your spouse whether you're a man or a woman if your spouse is demanding you spend more money on them kick them to the curb and get them go get a job the reason why we're all living on credit is because we decided to move into more expensive housing we decided to spend more money on a car and we decided to put silly stuff on a credit card. We didn't go invest in a motor home. We didn't go invest in a boat, something that's gonna give us relaxation and boating experience. We didn't go invest in something like, oh, I don't know, how about a video camera that helps you build a YouTube channel or build a content creation. You didn't go start a business. You bought clothes. You bought things that you don't even use in your own home off Amazon and there's jokes about all the time. Everywhere on social media, there's jokes about, my wife went to Target today, control yourself. Get a grip, control your urge to spend. I'm telling you, if you cannot, if you and your spouse, or you yourself, or you and your family cannot control the urge to spend, Go give your debit card to your bank and say, don't give it to me. Or cash out your paycheck and go give your paycheck to somebody that won't spend the money Till you get controlled and disciplined. That's how we're going to get through this. That's how we're going to change the world. That's how we're going to change the economy. We're going to stop spending money on $25 t-shirts and $200 pairs of shoes. You know, when you go buy a $250 pair of shoes, that's a cell phone bill. That's a travel trailer payment. That's an electric bill. That's a week's worth of freaking groceries. So think about that.